it might be lost in my NutraSweet because I feel like I must have, but I can't recall anything. Lost in your NutraSweet. You know. <laughs> That's I awesome. feel like you understand, so I don't need to use any more words. I could just say that, and you know what I'm talking about. I do. I do understand. Uh, lost in your NutraSweet. I do get it. Yeah, for sure. Um, wow. Lost in your NutraSweet. Like, Is that another shirt? Maybe. It's not even like... Oh, that might be a sticker. It's not even like, oh, it's in the ether. It's like, it's in the, the NutraSweet. It's in the NutraSweet. That's cool. Is that Ooh, you? Or yeah. Me? I thought that was me for a second. No, but it wasn't a burp. It was like that weird thing that happens when it's like it's going down and it just... Mm-hmm. Just a little, little Do you think I have stuff bubble, popped in the air? So bubble. it's like... Was it a bubble? It didn't feel... Bu- Maybe it was a bubble. Maybe. Maybe there's stuff clogged in there. Maybe that's where the NutraSweet went. I need Drano. I'm going to fix your microphone real quick. Okay. Hmm. That little bitty schmidge. Yeah. That's better. Thank you. Okay. Oh, yes. That's much nicer. It is better. Because now now you can can move around a little more. Oh. Right. Because when you were moving around before, it was losing you a little bit. Oh. We don't want that to happen. I want you to catch all the words. This is our second... Uh, podcast session in a week. Yes. Because schedules got a little crazy over the break, so we didn't record our last episode until like the day before. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. How was that? How was that for... Um, it wasn't bad. I don't want to do it all the time. Yeah, because that's a little bit of pressure. Um, no, I mean, we... Like we, a time like crunch. The, like the edit has become... There's kind of a science to it. Like it's become easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I don't know. It's just it's just a a lot to kind of pack in, like. Well, and knowing that it has to be done mm-hmm. now, because yeah. Yeah. yeah, agreed. Thanks for working so hard. You're very welcome. Thanks for being willing to uh, to kind of shift things around and meet twice in a week, so we can make sure that we yes podcast appropriately. Still using it as a verb. Podcasting. Oh, so my kids are like, "Why are you podcasting again today? I thought you already did it on Tuesday." And by the way, I thought Thursday was the day. So why did you podcast on Tuesday? All the, they act like they're my boss. Mm-hmm. I guess in theory, they sort of are. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's tough. So I'm like justifying to you these minions. You should ask minions. your kids. If they're your boss, you should ask them for a raise. No kidding. Right. You should be like, hey, bank account's getting a little low. A little low. Things are getting tight. Mostly because I'm buying you pizza. Oh my gosh, the pizza. Mm-hmm. The kids pizza. and pizza. I realize that pizza is delicious, but I wonder, like, is there, I wonder if there could be something better than pizza for kids. Like, oh, like, it's, yeah. you know, like you're a kid. Like, what sounds better than pizza? Nothing. Why is that? Hmm. Why? Is it just because it's carb, carbalicious? Is that, is that it? Carbal, the cheese for me, it's all about the cheese. Okay. Cheese and bread together. That's a winning combo. It's like pizza or chicken nuggets. Like those things just, yeah. If I, if I, I've got nothing to add because that is basically my kid's diet. (laughs) Well, the youngest for sure. The Uh older ones will eat what is served mostly minus Laurel with fish, but otherwise she eats what, what is cooked. Youth group stuff. Like if I don't have a lesson planned, like if, like if for some reason it's gone off the rails, Mm -hmm. I can literally order pizza and, <laughs> and spend an extra 10 minutes with the kids ordering pizza. And they'll be like, hey, this is the best youth group ever. I'm like, oh my yeah, gosh. That's, that's all it takes is pizza. Pizza. That's the secret, you know? It's kind of awesome to have that in your back pocket. It though. is. It really is. Yeah, yeah. it really is. For sure. You need sure. something in your back pocket to just be like, oh, everything's going south. Mm-hmm. Pizza. Pizza. Yep. Bring pizza and everybody's happy. Mm. We should podcast. Let's podcast. Mostly because we're, we're on a little bit of a... A crunch. schedule, a crunch, um, but that's okay. Um, I said but that kind of. Right. I said that kind of sing song. Okay. I didn't mean to. That's okay. Um, 
I'm glad that's you found funny. that amusing. I'm glad you laughed. Because that I feel funny. like everybody who knows you doesn't think of you as like a cheerleader This right? is the second time we've talked about cheerleaders. Second time in two episodes that we've talked about the, my potential for cheerleading. Um, that's a little scary. I think we're going to need to get a megaphone and some shakers. Some shakers. Pom poms? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those. Okay. I mean, were you thinking I was talking about Parmesan shakers for the pizza? <laughs> maybe. Or I was thinking about maracas. Oh, like, those are fun too. Like, yeah, those are fun. That's a different element to the cheering, but I'm it sure is. we can make it work. Yeah. I, I mean, it could be fun, right? Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm not a cheerleader. I would absolutely, it would, that would be terrible. Okay. It would have been Let's terrible go. when I was young enough to be a cheerleader. It would still be terrible now. Um, but we should, Funny. we should podcast. We talked about cheerleading for like a minute and a half. I am just so now. sorry. It's okay. No, it's not your fault. It's my fault. Um, <sighs> hi Nikki. Hello James. How's it going? It's going really well. How is, um, how is your, I, we talked about it two days ago, uh, but we can talk about it again for our listeners. It's going to be, we talked about it a week ago. Um, is 2021 feeling any different than the last time that we checked in? Um, 2021's making me crazy. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. That's okay. Um, I feel like I need to illustrate what just happened. We're a little bit giggly. We usually don't spend this much time in the day before we start podcasting. Um, and so we're both a little bit giggly right now because we were also, we're also planning uh, a retreat talk that we're going to be giving on Saturday, which is super cool. Um, so we had to spend a little bit extra time and kind of squeeze that into our podcast time today. So Nikki is, um, distracted. She's usually a little bit rambunctious anytime <laughs> we're podcasting. Uh, she's a little bit distracted today and she left her phone on and her phone I'm buzzed. Sorry. Her phone buzzed and I could see her brain trying oh, to, gosh. what do I do? I could see her brain trying to work her arms to like grab her phone and then, and it was right as I asked her a question. And then she was also, I think, trying to like suppress a laugh at the oh. same time. And it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. And Nikki, was it awesome I'm not, for you? I'm in anguish. I'm not making fun of you in the slightest. Um, you, you, that was super entertaining. It I'm was super so glad you're entertained. I feel like <laughs> I'm on pins and needles and my face is all flushed. Cause I'm like, ah, no. Okay. How's, how, Oof. how, how uh, we can, we that can digress. That is 2020. One. That has been 2021. <laughs> what year are we in? I don't know. It's just, it's been, it's been, ooh, it's nice and relaxed to the next minute. Oh my gosh, we have so many things on the schedule. Mm-hmm. Why do we have all these things mm-hmm. on the schedule? I feel like... Um, Overnight. Yeah. I feel I've, like things got busy. Yeah. And, and I feel like those busy things, I've kind of experienced the same thing. I feel like those busy things are a little bit, I don't know a better way to say this, but they're a little bit like fire alarmish. It's like... Yeah. It's like... All of a sudden, everything is crazy, and then An and then it's kind of over. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, everything is crazy, and then it's kind of over. Some of that for me is um, just not not planning super well, and 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 really still kind of struggling with the routine of um, like a like a COVID world in youth ministry. Um, and yeah. you know, speaking mostly, I guess, from the perspective of my job, um, and even and there's some like some personal stuff too, where it's like like this is this environment feels kind of weird, right? Mm-hmm. It, it does feel kind of different and it feels like it's, it's changing in the sense that I don't have it. I don't have it down yet really. Um, and that can be frustrating for yeah. me. Um, uh, I know that a lot of our, uh, we talked about it last week, a lot of our, our listeners and certainly you and I also talked about it. Um, we kind of expected that 2021 would kind of solve some problems and that maybe, you know, we would, we would be looking at the, at the greener grass, mm-hmm. right? Of 2021. And we, we got here, here we are. Um, and, and the world is, is very much the same, uh, in the negative ways that I think we're probably calling to mind right now, but also in the positive ways, like the world is still, um, you know, the, the, the world hasn't stopped turning. The sun still comes up. We're still, um, being pursued by God. We're still, yeah. um, invited into his presence, both, uh, you know, you know, whether that's like sacramentally in the church or in your everyday life, mm-hmm. in your prayer life, um, all of those possibilities are still there, uh, for us, for society. Um, and I think when we, when we, you know, r- regardless of, of what side of the bed you wake up on, uh, so, so to speak, whether you're seeing things in a positive light or a negative light, I think we, 
there's a there's a, a virtue that we're all kind of relying on right now, um, and that's the virtue of hope, mm. right? And so mm-hmm. that's what we're that's what we're going to talk about today is is hope. How does hope work? What you know? What is it? Um, and and where does that uh, where does that hope fit into our lives? How can we how can we make the most use of the best use of that that tool in our lives? That sounds great. That sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I'm, I'm glad that sounds great. Uh, I, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I think that hope is a little bit of a vague thing for a it lot of people. It can be, or it could be misconstrued as something that's, um, frou-frou, you know, frou-frou? like, um, I hope I get into college. I hope I pass this test. I hope our water bill's not too high. You know what I mean? So it can like be, we can use that word, kind of throw it around. Yeah. Yeah, it can like for it, not, it can be taken lightly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, and I don't think we're talking about that. No, we're not. We're not. Um, we are, I think, talking about um, this idea that uh, there is there is something um, there's something bigger, bigger, mm-hmm. bigger than our current situation, whatever that situation might be. Uh, sort of waiting for us, um, and maybe we're waiting for it. Uh, in a relationship with God, um, waiting for us in, you know, our heavenly reward. However, you know, you might Mm. want to think about it, but there's something further down the line that is, um, a little more, uh, impactful in our lives or, or, or a little bit bigger in our lives than what we're currently experiencing. And, and so when we, when we're, um, when we say hope in a, uh, a theological or a spiritual sense, um, what we mean is that the stuff uh, that that is happening now, good, mm-hmm. bad, otherwise, the stuff that is, ha- is happening now, um, is really just kind of a stepping stone to a um, uh, a, a, a greater end, a greater outcome, right. a, it a is better, not the end. a better this place. Is, yeah. It is not the end. Um, my my grandma, my mom's mom, uh, used to to say she had ten kids, so she was constantly talking. To, I mean. What else would you have right. to do except watch your children wow. run around if you had 10 of them, right? Oof, that's yeah, a lot. It's crazy. Um, but she used to say to her, her kids and to us as grandkids all the time, um, everything will work out in the end mm-hmm. and uh, everything will be okay in the end. And if it's not okay, then it's not it's the not end. It's not the end. <gasps> Ooh, that's good. That's good. Good and grandma I, quote. That is just such a hopeful thing uh, for me. And it's all, it's something that I've come back to, um, several times in my life that, that, you know, if I'm, if I'm struggling, if I'm, um, and if it's, even if it's like a triumphant struggle, like I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm working really hard on this project for work and I've got to kind of galvanize myself, right? Yeah. It's, it's not the end. And the reason it still feels like work and it feels like struggle is because, Mm. um, it's not over yet. That's a great attitude. It is. It is. It's also really important when things are kind of terrible and I'm like, Poopy. <laughs> when things are poopy, that's such a fun word. It is. It, it is. is. I feel like I got you laughing as soon as did. I as soon as I <laughs> administer the poopy. Yeah, administer the poopy. <laughs> that sounded gross. Yes, okay, it did. yeah. Don't don't. We yeah, can't not edit that, that out. Not that's that. right in the middle of the podcast. I'm sorry. That's okay. Darn um, it. So yeah, but even even when that struggle is really tough, right? Um, that um, that thought that that there is a there, there, like there is relief coming somewhere or, mm-hmm. or there is a um uh i don't really want to think about it as reward but there's a there's a a higher goal right, right? um that that we are 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 oriented towards and that mm-hmm. we're kind of focused on and that we're moving towards and that that goal might even be um it might not even just be vague it might be like totally unknown Mm-hmm. Right. But there's this feeling that it's there. Yeah. Right. And there's this feeling and that if better. we, if we continue to pursue it, um, that, that we're going to get there and that it's a, it's a better place than we, than mm-hmm. we are now. Yeah. Right. Um, I was, I was wondering, I was thinking about this today. We, we kind of, uh, touch base a little bit and, and decided we were going to talk about hope. Um, I want to, I want to maybe from the perspective of a parent, when you are, um, when you're, when you're raising children, right. Mm-hmm. And, and children make mistakes, children disappoint, things happen, things mm-hmm. go, you know, sideways or whatever. Um, how important is it to, to you as a parent that you 
kind of exercise hope, that you stay mm-hmm. in a hopeful mindset, a hopeful attitude? Uh, it's imperative. I mean, it's imperative for the, not just for the child, but for the relationship as well. Mm-hmm. Um, to remain hopeful. I can't help but think of obvious scripture of the prodigal son and, and just um, the element of um, hopefulness that the father has, that the son will come back, that there will be uh, graces shed and shared for the son. I know, yeah, in, in, in my own experience with my kids, good grief. Yeah, I need to be hopeful because otherwise... It feels like, I mean, it could feel like the world coming to an end when they make some mistakes, you know, mm-hmm. if you didn't hold out hope. Mm-hmm. But I know, sure, because of the Paschal mystery, I know that there's going to be a resurrection and I have to, I mean, I feel like I'm, I'm tuning into my mom and my grandma when I say I have to hope and pray that, mm-hmm. you know, I live to see the, the, the child make right make things right sure you want to see the 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 fruit of that experience that journey experience investment Mm -hmm. right yeah um we i think uh i think we spend a lot of time um maybe incorrectly using hope in the sense that we think it's just going to happen that whatever we're Mm -hmm. hoping for um is just going to happen and that we don't have a role in kind of manifesting that Okay. Right. And, and I think parenthood is a really, really good example of, you know, parents that, that invest in their children, parents that, that they're really conscious of a relationship. They're really conscious of, um, uh, maybe it's, maybe it's handing on the faith or Mm -hmm. they're really conscious of, even if it's like teaching their kid a skill, like making sure their kid knows how to do their laundry or something before, um, college or whatever, um, that, that, those investments are exercises in hope that your mm. child is going to kind of blossom into this, yeah. into this person. They're going to need to know these things because there's not a guarantee. I mean, you know, if you, if you teach your teenage son, you know, a hundred times how to make spaghetti, right? There's not a guarantee that he's going to know how to make spaghetti when that's over with you. You hope, you hope that he does, yeah. but it's not really, it's not really a given. Right. Okay. And so, so hope is really kind of this, maybe this kind of tenuous, to me at least, this tenuous agreement that we have with God. God wants us to um, to kind of invest in our future, to invest in our relationship with Him. Um, and He wants us to just rely on Him uh, to know the outcome, right? So it's okay. almost like, it's almost like, like, like buying a, like buying, like this major purchase kind of sight unseen. Like, would you buy a car sight <laughs> unseen and then say, yeah. I hope, I hope, I hope this is a nice car, yeah. right? Um, I hope but, it's not a lemon. But because God wants us to choose him and because God wants us to, um, to, to, to trust in him, there is this, this piece of that relationship with him where we, we don't know all the answers. Mm-hmm. We don't, and and we do have to kind of put our our faith and and our um, kind of our our life really kind of in His hands, yeah. and understand that He's going to take care of things because He's God, and we're not, mm-hmm. right? He's God, and He's He's got a plan, and we don't. Um, I think most of the time, um, you know, you read stuff like that or you hear stuff like that and you, you know, you hear like Jesus, I trust in you or you hear, Mm -hmm. you know, just, just trust in the Lord, you know, um, like lean not on your own understanding. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it's true. It's in scripture. It's true, but it's really tough. It is really, really tough. And I think we sell ourselves very short when we don't acknowledge the the struggle of hope mm-hmm. when we don't acknowledge how tough it can be to, you know, um, you know, you wake up day after day and maybe the same things are happening, uh, over and over in your life. It's the same struggle over and over. Or maybe sometimes it's when the struggle like really takes a left turn, right. Mm-hmm. And, and life gets really hard. Um, I think we have to acknowledge that struggle. I think that's part of this sort of process of hoping, mm-hmm. right. Where we have to say, man, this, um, the last three months at work have been really tough and I've been working with, you know, this person or that person that, that I, I'm, it's just been a big struggle. Um, when we say, I hope it gets better, mm-hmm. it's, it's because of what we felt in that struggle. Right. And that's right. important. And it's important to take those, 
those um, experiences and those feelings of struggle mm-hmm. and, and put them at the foot of the cross. Agreed. And I don't think many of us are really, I don't think we're as willing to do that as we might realize that we need to be. Because are we not, is it because we're not aware that that's part of the equation? Certainly, certainly. I also think it's because um, we we don't want that struggle to end up in failure. Mm. I think a lot of times we associate struggle with failure. Yeah, so so that's what I was thinking. I was thinking that hope hope could also be defined as not giving up. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, in the in the example of raising kids, you know, just not giving up on them with whatever the task is, whatever the the journey is, it's, um, I remain hopeful and, um, not wanting to give up on the idea or of the, the end goal of what success, learning something, Mm -hmm. whatever, whatever it may be, being a person of God, Mm -hmm. you know, not giving up on that. There's remaining hopeful. And that is, that is a very, um, that's a, that's a, that's a very incongruent attitude. Uh, it's it's an attitude that's very incongruent, I think, with a lot of the attitudes that we see reflected in society, right? Um, we do see right now, especially in, in young people, uh, we do see this um, this desire, this feeling to just be successful for the sake of being successful, yeah. right? I want to be an Instagram influencer who doesn't necessarily offer any influence with the exception of maybe being famous. Like yeah. I want to be famous for the sake, for of, the being sake fa- of being, being famous, being famous yeah. right? And and we want to kind of minimize the the struggle, the hard work, the the passion, right? That really mm-hmm. comes with with um like you know, you 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 get up there and you swing the bat and you miss. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's a part of the of the equation and I think therefore I think when we think about it logically, because it's a part of the equation, it's also a part of the success right, that right. comes, but we don't, we don't always see it that way. You know, we don't, we don't always think, you know, if I, if I don't have what I want immediately, or if I don't, if I'm not instantly gratified, um, I can, it's, it's very easy to become hopeless. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and I think that's a condition that, that we're seeing in the world. Like when we're, yeah. you know, our, our, our hope is kind of highlighted right now because, there are so many out there that feel like there's no hope, mm. right? Um, and and you know, getting getting back to what you're saying about about you know hope, I, and I just love that definition that it's hope is not giving up. Mm-hmm. Hope is not giving up. Um, so many of our of our um, I heard a, I heard a really great quote. I want to say it was from Will Smith, which is weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, he said. Most people uh, have a voice in their head that, that like anything, like anything that anyone can accomplish, like whatever you're setting your mind to, whatever your goal is, most people have a voice in their head that will tell them to stop. Mm. Most people have a voice in their head that will tell them it's too hard, will tell them it's too difficult. What most people don't have and what most people kind of need to develop is a voice in their head that will tell that other voice to shut up. Ooh. And for me, like mm. in, in my life, when I've, when I've kind of tried to like, to live from there, I realize that that second voice mm-hmm. is Christ for me. That's like, that's nice. It, it, and, and I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that because I'm like a mystic or anything like that. I have to lean on Christ in order to hear that mm-hmm. voice, right. In order to, to hear, you know, there's, you know, there's a there's 50 kids in a confirmation class and like, I feel like 40 of them don't get it. And I'm just sort of overwhelmed with that feeling or if, or I feel like I'm not, you know, like, and I'm, I am tempted to be like, I'm done. This isn't you know, happening. I'm kind of waving the white yeah. flag. And that second voice that comes in is like, no, like I've, I've got this and I've got a plan. And, and, and that second voice to me has to be mm. the Holy spirit. It has to be Christ telling me like, be hopeful. Yeah. Right. Be hopeful and, and kind of kind of lean on God in that in that moment. That's good. Yeah. That voice is my mama. Yeah. That's cool. But she's she walks with 
God Mm -hmm. very closely. So I could see how, yeah, we want it to be God and it can be, Mm -hmm. and it can be God through people certainly too. But I know that whenever I definitely think that I get my, um, can we tie optimism into this whole hopefulness um, from my mom? Because she's, if ever I like, I grew up in a house where, um, can't was a naughty word, Mm -hmm. you know? So she was consistent in, um, her encouraging us to push on, push down those voices that are saying, I can't do this Mm -hmm. or this might be too hard. Well, Mm -hmm. what does, what does that even mean? What's Mm -hmm. too hard? Mm -hmm. You can try hard. We can do hard things. Mm -hmm. And you're, and you're, you're made to do hard things. Yeah. Life, life is not easy. Well, and it's not really enjoyable if you don't work hard and you get a reward. It doesn't seem like as good Mm -hmm. a reward. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, there's, there's definitely something to be said for, um, sort of those, those old school, um, uh, work ethic char- mm-hmm. characteristics, right? Like my, my, one of the, um, one of my heroes, both of my grandfathers and my heroes, but my, my grandpa, Joe, one of the last things that he, la- our last interactions that we had, he couldn't really speak, uh, or anything like that. One of the last real interactions that we had, um, he, uh, he, he told me to, to, to go over to his bed. So I did, he was, he was bedridden. He, he had a stroke and he, um, he held up his fist and he said, uh, mijito, which in Spanish means like my, my son, right? My son like this. And he, he held up his fist and kind of pumped his fist in the air. And I knew instantly he wasn't telling me to be violent. He wasn't mm-hmm. telling me to be, um, uh, you know, um, you know, mean or bad or anything like that. He was telling me to be strong, mm. right. To, 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 to be able to kind of weather, weather the storms, right. And to, to, to be galvanized by that. Right. And, and. I think that's an incredibly hopeful attitude. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't think you can be like Mel Gibson's character in Braveheart, right. And just, (laughs) just ride into whatever battle you're facing without hope. No, you need hope. I don't think that you can have courage without hope. Because you wouldn't do it. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't do it. If you, if you just thought there's nothing on the other side of this for me, that's worthwhile, then, then why fight? Right. Why, why, why try to persevere? Um, that reminds me of another cool quote. I don't remember who, what saint said this, uh, but they said, um, and maybe I said this on the podcast before. I don't know. We'll, now we'll I've, find out. I've painted myself into a corner, <laughs> um, uh, that, that courage is just fear that has said its prayers. Okay. And you're, you're looking around thinking, trying to remember if I said <laughs> that before. That's okay. Um, and I, and I think, I think hope is, uh, Hope is similar in that mm-hmm. it it is a um, there is some understanding that whatever you're going through is tough, mm-hmm. and there is some understanding that that it's going to continue to be tough mm-hmm. for maybe like an indefinite, undisclosed amount of time, amount of struggle. Um, but whatever's on the other side of it is worth the courage. It's worth the struggle. It's worth the, Absolutely. the, the, the time that you, that you put in. Mm-hmm. How do we live from there? How do we live from that knowledge? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You ask good questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I can share with you my, my, um, my favorite. Please do. Order of priests. Awesome. The Congregation of Holy Cross, and their motto is Ave Crux Spes Unica, which means Hail the Cross, our only hope. How is the cross our only hope? Um, I believe that has to do with like Paschal mystery type stuff. Like we need to have that struggle. We need to have that death of self mm-hmm. and know and be hopeful in the resurrection, mm-hmm. knowing that Easter is imminent in the journey, in the struggle. And it's not just imminent in like April or May. It's imminent no, 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 no. all the time. I mean, on a moment to moment basis, it sure. can be. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. In those, in those, um, special episodes that we recorded mm-hmm. the, the die, rise and go episodes in that rise episode, especially we, we talked about how, you know, we're being called to rise all the time. Right. Right. And it's that, not a one time thing. Exactly. And that the, the glory of that, um, of, of Easter, uh, is, is, available to us always. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and that's why, that's why Christians have hope. That's Mm -hmm. why people who are in a relationship with Jesus, um, 
have hope. And I, and I think, you know, maybe for some of our listeners that are still, that's a little bit vague, like the Paschal mystery might still, it's, first of all, it's vague for everybody. It's a mystery. It's a mystery, right? It's, (laughs) it's tough. Um, but I do think that it's, it's the most important thing about it, uh, to remember is that it's for you. And, and, Mm. and just that, just that attribute of the Paschal mystery, like that Christ died for you is in and of itself abundantly hopeful, Mm -hmm. right? Because if, if Christ, you know, suffered, died, and then resurrected mm-hmm. for you, that means that he can, um, and he does invite you into that resurrection. Right. And there's something beyond this, this difficult, you know, life or, or maybe mundane. Maybe the difficulty is that not necessarily that it's like such a no huge struggle, but just that it's like boring, right? Boring. You know, we, we all get to those places in our lives and beyond that, beyond those sort of, uh, tough spots Mm -hmm. there's there's something else to look forward to and it's important too and I think for for me I have to um stay fixed on that knowledge of um the cross being our hope because part of the struggle with this whole pandemic thing is not knowing when it's going to end and not knowing when things are going to get back to normal Mm -hmm. and um in, in coaching and parenting my kids because those conversations come up often obviously with with all of their things being sidetracked and put off mm-hmm. um, there's lots of frustration but we have to hold out hope that it will end at mm-hmm. some point mm-hmm. there will be a, a death of sorts of this way of living mm-hmm. and we'll have a resurrection mm-hmm. and, and I believe that because I've leaned into the Paschal mystery for so long that it's, it feels, um, inherent in my thought process, Mm -hmm. but it's still hard. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to remember that when every day is the same and you can't give a a definitive answer Mm -hmm. as to, Mm -hmm. it'll be fine here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I, and I think that gets us back to that, um, that idea of, of work ethic and, mm-hmm. and mm, even yeah. carrying work ethic into our prayer life and our faith life. Um, you know, just because everything isn't rosy, uh, that's no reason to be, you know, um, desperate. That's no reason to be, um, frustrated with God necessarily. Now we all get frustrated with God, right? I'm not saying that that's like, you know, right. a, a You're huge not no-no or table. something. But when you do get frustrated with God, do you then give that back to God? Right. Do you then... Don't you just know, walk away and exa- pop in your corner. Exactly. And and I think that's where... Um, I don't want to sound like an old man. He's like, these kids these days, There's right? Kids. But I But I do feel like that's something that, that sometimes is is missing from our from our culture is this this willingness to, um, to approach something that's tough, mm. to be in something that's tough, and to keep working anyway. So true. Right? Um, we, we spend... Uh, a lot of time here, you know, talking about, um, people being good enough where they are. They're, mm-hmm. they're good enough to be loved by God. They're the, the love of God completes them. And certainly, uh, all of that is true, mm-hmm. but I think it's also really important to remember that because God made you right. It's the, it's the Spider-Man thing, right. To those who's, who's given great power, like there's, there's great responsibility yeah. right there. Which is and, expected. And you are responsible for your relationship with God. Yeah. You are responsible for, um, for, for, for trusting in him, for knowing him, for letting him work in your life, for letting him, like you have a lot to do in your relationship with God. God, um, his love is what drives us and, and pursues us and all of those, like makes it all happen. Right. But all of the choices to, to continue to hope, mm-hmm. the choices to continue to work, the choices to continue to pray, even when you don't feel like praying, the choices to to be frustrated with God and to give that prayer back to Him, that prayer of frustration. God, why'd right. you let this happen? Back to Him. That's all up to you. Yeah. And I think it takes um, a very sort of sharpened sense of hope, sense of the virtue of hope, to to get through life. Mm-hmm. It, it really, really is, I think, an important thing that we, um, we as Christians are very blessed with, uh, you know, just the call to, to, to have hope in God, to have hope in the Paschal mystery, mm-hmm. to have hope that, 
you know, your, your kids are going to figure it out, right? To have yeah. hope that, you know, we, we get from point A to point B safely every day, whatever, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. such a powerful, um, and sort of like all encompassing, um, tool in our lives to, to stay connected with God, to stay connected, uh, with each other and to continue to, to just be a, a better version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. And like you, I want to come back to what you were saying as far as like, um, God, you know, being his beloved, we have, we have everything we need, but there's still a call to action for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that, I mean, like if, if we're going to give an example of any relationship that's worth having mm-hmm. is going to require some work on both of our parts. But that being said, I feel like what God gives us is such a big, um, a big comfy chair with a fluffy blanket. He like gives us everything we need Mm -hmm. and we just need to take up space and be there with him. Mm -hmm. And, and, and yeah, and the, the hope comes, I don't know. No, I I just, I think you're, I think you're exactly right. I feel content. I don't feel like I, I don't feel like I'm on the pursuit, so to speak Mm -hmm. for hope. And I don't say that in a, um, sassy pants way as much as I do. I just, I feel like I've, I've, I've been putting in the work Mm -hmm. to be in relation with him. Mm -hmm. And that's been real intentional Mm -hmm. and not that he's rewarded me with this, a turbo boost of hope. I feel like if it were in a video game, you'd like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just got all these extra points of hope, Mm -hmm. but it, but that's my, that's my experience. But at the, at the end of the day, you do have something to, to lean on, right? I you do. have this experience with God that you can say, I cannot deny this experience. Exactly. Right? That's and, what it is. And, and nothing else uh, that happens to me in life can deny that experience. Mm-hmm. Nothing else that anybody says can deny that experience. And I think to a lot of people looking from the outside, like they, they think that's, that's kind of foolish, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, like, but you're going to get duped, but hope like in and of itself, like from a completely worldly perspective is kind of silly. Like it's kind of foolish. You are, you are putting your, um, your, maybe your metric for success, right. Or your mm. metric for happiness or comfort or whatever, kind of like off in this vague distance. Right. And, and that to me just kind of proves that the virtue of hope is not a worldly thing. It's something okay. that we are, that we are uniquely like given by God that is, that is inspired in us from God. Mm. And that really, um, whatever we have to say about hope or whatever we, uh, the world maybe has to say about hope. God's like, whatever. Falls a little short. God's like, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Like this is what it is. And it's this really cool thing. Yeah. And, and because, um, when, you know, when we align ourselves in a relationship with him, we, we, we're, we're given this ability to tune into that, mm-hmm. right? We're given this ability to, to just say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking up, right? I, like St. Paul says, I've, I've got mm. my, my eyes on heaven, right? I, I've got my eyes on the prize and I'm just going to continue to run this race as, as foolish as everybody else might think. Yeah. Um, the thing is like, even society reflects that. Like how many famous people, I mean, no one believed that Bill Gates could, you know, like, like when he came up with this idea for windows, people thought he was mm-hmm. crazy, you know, like you crazy little guy. We've, we've talked about, um, you talked about, you mentioned Thomas Edison mm-hmm. in the last episode, like how many times did he fail? Right. How many, how many other people must there have been around him telling him, dude, you're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> right. And, and, but he, you know, he kind of kept this goal in his mind mm-hmm. and, and to me, that's a, that's a really fantastic exercise in the mm-hmm. virtue of hope. Like that's a, that's persevering, persevering. Exactly. Yeah. It's very cool. Um, I told you that I would talk about the Marvel comic universe. Okay. I'm so I'm ready. Gonna, but I'll, I'll be Buckle really, up, I'll be really quick. No, just kidding. I'll be really quick. Um, so I have watched, uh, Avengers Endgame like 20 times. It's amazing. <laughs> I love it. I love all of the Marvel movies. They're fantastic. Um, Avengers. I just absolutely love it. Um, for those of you that, that have seen it, haven't seen it, whatever, I'll give a kind of a brief recap. So <laughs> at the beginning of that movie, like 
literally the Avengers have lost, right? So at the end of the movie previous, they, they lost. Like okay. the movie ended. I Who remember they lose be, against? Uh, Thanos, right? This this purple bad diff- guy. Just one bad guy? Just one bad guy, but team. he's got like a huge army. He's got an army. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, at the end of the previous movie, um, so which was Avengers Infinity War, you thought the Avengers were going to win, and then they just lost. And you left the theater like, what Sad is happening? It was awful. Did you okay. want a refund? And literally half of the Avengers die. Ooh. Okay, it was terrible. So the beginning of this second movie is extremely sad, right? And and even like the background music is sad and it's like dark and wow. rainy and terrible and everything is awful. And, and then some things happen and the remaining Avengers realize that there is a path to kind of resetting things and bringing back their friends. And it's like alternate universes and, and time travel. It's super cool. You if you're a sci-fi nerd, it's, if you're a sci-fi nerd, it's like, it's like super fun. Right. Um, but that one little, and it's like a long shot, right? They even talk about it being like a one in a billion chance or something. Right. Um, but that one little, uh, fragment of possibility, like, brings them together Mm -hmm. as a team, makes them work together, makes them figure out this like science of time travel. And like, there's all these different, there's all these different things that, that happen because of this one little spark of hope, this one little spark of like, there's something else on the other, what at this struggle that we're in this time, Uh there's something else on the other side of this. And if we can just get there, everything will be will be perfect. Everything will be like peaceful and, and, and everything that we want. Right. I I think that's such a a fantastic metaphor, not Mm -hmm. only for what the church has, has been through, Mm -hmm. like, like think about, you know, the early church and, and Christians being persecuted and that kind of of stuff still happens today. But, um, you know, not only if you read the book of Acts, but even, even like right now, there is just, there's just this little, all, all it takes is this little tiny speck of hope in someone's life to, you know, to have them say yes to this huge and beautiful and really complex, um, relationship with God that will not only change their lives, but it'll change the entire world. Mm. Right. And that to me is, is, uh, is such a, it's such an incredible thing. It's like, you know, it's almost like the butterfly effect, like some small thing mm-hmm. can create this huge, this huge change yeah. and this huge change for good. God promises us that when we, when we live from that place of hope, um, that he's, he's not going to fail us. And that's, that's pretty exciting. I'm sorry. I just, I, Don't I be sorry. could relate that to Marvel and it, and it, that makes me happy. That's Remember, good. Like, we've had like. I've had probably like six or seven Marvel Youth Nights because they're just Have fun. Y'all really? They're just fun. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why I've never dove into that. Maybe I will. I'll show you a clip and you'll, and I'll be like, and I'll be like, Ooh, I'll be like that's communion of that's saints. Awesome. That's awesome. Oh, the, really? Yeah. There's a, there's a cool, there's, yeah, there's some cool things in there. Like that. It's right. pretty cool. It's pretty fun. Um, <laughs> I want to, I want to read some scripture. Is that cool? Okay, yes, it is. Um, so this is from, uh, we usually don't read from letters, um, but we're going to read from Paul's letter to the Romans, uh, which I found out, well, I, I won't get into that. Um, I was going to say. They, they don't, you have a story for there's not stories. A, there's not a guarantee that Paul wrote it. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, scandalous or just... No, not, uh, not scandalous. It was, it, was, it was definitely within his circle of influence that uh-huh. it was written, um, and definitely within the church that it was written. Um, but it's attributed to Paul kind of like separately from some different... Um, so there's copies of it that are attributed to Paul, and there's copies from the same time that are attributed to no one. And so the church, the church can't, I'm pretty sure that's it. The church can't say definitively like this is from Paul, which is, is kind of interesting. Anyway, um, this is Romans chapter five. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read, uh, verses one through five, because it all kind of makes sense in context. So this is Romans five verses one through five. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have gained access by faith to this grace in which we stand, and we boast in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we even boast of our afflictions, knowing that affliction produces endurance, and endurance proven character, and proven character hope. And hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Hey, hey! 
boasting and hope. Doesn't that make you just kind of like? It feels like, like a good um, coach's pep yeah, talk. Yeah, like you could just run this through is a your wall. Life pep talk. Yeah, exactly. It's very cool. Boasting cool. hope. Um, and I, I love that in verse three, um, we even boast of our afflictions, knowing that affliction produces endurance, endurance, proven you character, know, and proven character, hope. That feels like one of those things that like grandparents and parents tell, you know, look, this struggle, it's mm-hmm. going to be worth it. This is your defining moment. Mm-hmm. And I know when you're in the struggle, at least me as the, the kid or the recipient of that, that pep talk, mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot of eye roll. Sure. Sure. Like sometimes <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Sometimes someone's talking about the defining moment and you're just like, um, uh-uh, I'm, uh-uh. I'm ready for a nap. I don't know what you're talking about. Def- it's true though. But I think, you know, not to, um, beat a dead horse, but the, the last episode I was talking about the Lightroom. Mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you need the light in the dark. You, you need, do. you need the affliction and, and the, the hope, the hope shines through, mm-hmm. well, the hope's part of the process, but still hope shines through because mm-hmm. of the affliction. I think there's a, there's a switchfoot song called the shadow proves the sunshine. Ooh. And it's like, you, like you, you can't, you can't have necessarily, you, you can't, um, you can't have a shadow like unless you've got light well, shining, sunshine. right? So uh-huh. this, this dark place is kind of in response to, you know, it's, it's, you understand the dark place because you know, I'm not made for this dark place. Yeah. I'm not made for because this. Because the light exists. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm made to, to live in the light and walk in the light and, and, and all those things. I, I, I think that it's, um, you know, we are, we are part of our process of hope has to be accepting that we are in this, um, period of refinement. We're in this period of being, yeah. Uh, we, uh, again, we talked about refinement last time. Yeah. Last week, like we're in this period of, of really, um, letting God mold us and shape mm-hmm. us and, and, and letting God reveal to us who we are. And that can be not only a little painful, mm-hmm. um, it can also be a little bit tedious, right? Sure. And I think that, that the fine at least for, maybe for our, our culture right now, like that tediousness is sometimes even more of a problem than the painful part. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, how many people do you, well, I'd, I'd rather, um, and this is not a judgment of anyone, but like, I, I'd rather get liposuction than do sit-ups, <laughs> right? So, or, or I'd rather get liposuction than, than not be able to eat cake, right? So it's, it's like, oh I want to just, I want the, I want that end result right exactly. now. I want that good thing right now. Um, and, and you know, here Paul is saying, no, like let God work on you. Mm-hmm. Let God, um, you know, change you a, a little by little and, and, and think enough of that relationship with him to say yes to those changes over and over and over and over and over again. God, I, I know that you are working on me and I really, um, I really don't like that guy at work. Right. And I really kind of want to tell him off, but I know that you're working on me. So I'm going to give it another day. Yeah. Right. I'm going to give it one more meeting with that, whatever it mm-hmm. might be. I know that, you know, God, you know, I'm frustrated with my kid. God, you know, I'm frustrated with my spouse or my boss or whatever. Like continue to work on me, continue yeah. to, 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 to draw out of me what you want right? right? to, to, to help me endure and to give me, to give me hope. Yeah. Yeah be hopeful in the refinement mm-hmm. in the process because even though it's painful wow it yields incredible saintly results absolutely i'm down with that i'm down with that too it's pretty cool um so i want to know um what you're thinking <laughs> i do now i think there's a lot i think there's a lot going on in there we could explore it's always a song it's always a song yeah it might be a carnival mm-hmm. um I want to know, so as a, um, as a, as a mom, as somebody who I think is, uh, probably a little more, you're, you're at least as introspective as anyone I've ever met. You're, you're much more introspective than 99.9% of people that I've met, I think. Um, and, and I think the only reason you're not more introspective is because you have, kids to like look after, right? Like you, like you've only got so much time to mm-hmm. think about Nikki mm-hmm. and Nikki and God, right? When you, when you feel like, um, when you feel like maybe you're having to lean on that hope a lot, like when things mm-hmm. are really, are really struggling or, or, you know, when you're really struggling through things or struggling through things, where is the, is there, is there like a, 
is there a method to saying, okay, now I'm, now I have to tap into that. Like very practically, is there, is there a time when you kind of like, if it's a tough conversation, do you have to say like, okay, I need a minute. Do you have to, to journal it? Do you have to, to, um, cause I'm, cause I'm thinking like, like telling someone to hope is kind of a vague thing, mm-hmm. right? There's not like a, like a tangible action associated with that. So mm-hmm. if you have a tangible action or if you had to recommend a tangible action, like mm-hmm. what, what does that look like? For me, um, I would say, so I'm thinking when you're talking about, um, going down those dark roads, I'm thinking of the, the water starting to fill up the boat from the inside. Um, I, my go-to is the, um, the seven sorrows rosary. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and reading the meditations that go along with that. Nice. Yeah. We should that put puts that, me in a spot for we sure. We should put that in our show notes and on okay. Instagram for, for sure. sure yeah. that'd, be, that'd be really cool to share, especially it, with, with Lent coming up soon. Yeah. It's, it's new. It's a new, um, if I say crutch, I don't mean that in, in, um, a negative sense. Like, it's a new weapon. Yeah. Tool. A yeah. new tool mm-hmm. in my arsenal for, for fighting off evil. Um, yeah, I, I went to a talk a year or so ago with Immaculate mm-hmm. Ilbigaza. Okay. who's a Rwandan uh, genocide survivor. Wow. And, um, and she uh, had rosaries made by people um, from Rwanda and has these stories. And um, she wrote a book. She's written several books, but the one that I read before the, the talk that my mom said, you have to read this before you go, mm-hmm. is called Left to Tell. So her whole family was murdered. Oh, wow. Um, and she survived in a bathroom in a, in a neighboring someone from the, the other tribe's hmm. uh, family. She survived in the bathroom with like eight other people in like a small little half bath wow. for, for months. Um, anyway, heard about the rosary from her hadn't heard of it before. Mm-hmm. And I even heard about it and felt skeptical. Like oh, I've never heard of this before and I've been a Catholic my whole life. Mm-hmm. So I was a little bit like, is it, is it legit? Mm-hmm. I questioned it. That's okay. Maybe just in my head and heart, but not out loud. And then at DCYC, our friend, father Dennis Strack gave a talk and mentions the seven dollars, um, rosary. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh. And then I felt like you know, whenever you get the second hit of something that sure. you haven't heard of before, you're like, <laughs> yeah. okay, God, yeah. I'm listening. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Here I am, Lord. That's cool. I will pray this rosary. That's cool. And then when things got like a little wackadoo this summer and just had real hard times, um, I saw it hanging mm-hmm. on my little rosary hanger thing and decided to, I didn't know the, the reflections that went with it. So I Googled that and spent time on my porch and prayed with that. And man, that's cool. I love it kind of washes it all away. It does. You know? It does. Yeah. That's, that's, that's very cool. I, I, um, I wasn't expecting you to have, I mean, you always have good answers. I wasn't <laughs> expecting you to have such a, such a, um, uh, such a specific and such mm. a spiritually relevant answer. I think that's awesome. And I think it's a, it's a wonderful call to action for, for me and for also, and also for anybody listening that finding your finding those things that are, that are going to encourage and build your spirituality, right? Those Mm -hmm. things that really resonate with you. Um, if you want to experience peace, if you want to experience hope, if you want to experience really deep conversion, if you want to experience, um, you know, a a time in your life where it feels like God is in control and you're letting him be in control, Mm. you have to find those things. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's got to be a particular devotion, right? Or, or, but you have to find, like for me, the thing that I was going to say, this is going to sound really silly, um, but it's, it's, it's playing blues. Like it's oh. playing, it's playing blues music. Mm. Um, there's something about playing a guitar and playing the same three chords that are in every blues song, right? And the same structure of every blues song, but just kind of singing from your heart, like the things that are going wrong in your life, yeah. right? The things which that are tough in your life, which is kind the of, blues pl- are. it's kind of playing yeah. the blues, right? And when you're done, you feel this endorphin rush. You feel, mm-hmm. you feel like, like, man, you know, I, I kind of got some stuff on my chest. It is this huge de-stressor. Yeah. And as I've gotten older, I've, I've 
even kind of like taken like gospel songs or like praise and worship songs and kind of made them bluesy them? and kind of made oh, wow. like made that kind of part of my prayer life at different times. And it, and it really is this, it's this thing that resonates with me, with my spirituality. Like it, it really kind of, That's you so know, good. and, and I think it's, it's important, uh, when we're talking about hope in the practical sense, mm-hmm. I think it's really important that we encourage people to to find those things for my dad. It was, it's running, running. Like yeah, it's, it, yeah. He actually just, he hurt his knee a while back. So he hasn't been running, but he just started running again and talking to him on the phone. Now that he's back to running again, it's like, okay, that like, that's you my can dad. Hear the you can, you can kind of, you can yeah, kind of hear the difference. Awesome. Right. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's just really, really important that we find those, those anchors, s- sacramental physical activities, those things mm-hmm. that anchor us that, yeah. that reflect our, our hope. Right. Yeah. And that, that can kind of allow us to, to connect with our hope. I like that. That's good. That's good. I like that too. Awesome. So, um, we are going to wrap it up in prayer. I, I thought it was really cool. Um, when I was listening back to last week's episode, mm-hmm. uh, that we had like a prayer intention right before we started praying. Oh, we did? Um, yeah, it was just, it was for unity among people. Like oh, that was our, yeah, yeah, was our yeah, prayer yeah, intention. Yeah. Um, I didn't ask you this. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you, oh gosh. can you think of a prayer intention for us this week? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second to think. Oh no, I can't think on the spot. I'm not an on the spot thinker, James. Okay. I don't think that's true. I think you're very much an on the spot thinker. We plan a lot less of this podcast than it sounds like, I think. Mm-hmm. And you always contribute greatly. So thank you. Thank you. I think... I don't know. I, I, I would like, um, for our prayer intention to be transparency for all people, I because I feel like there's way too many masks on, mm-hmm. you know, not, not, not the masks that are keeping us safe from COVID. I'm talking about the, like the Mardi Gras masks that are hiding who we really are. Absolutely. You know, that yeah. could really have gone two different ways. <laughs> <laughs> not how I intended it, but just, um, yeah, that people be true to them. Okay. I love that. And in, in being true to them, their, them real selves, their real selves to others. Transparency. We need that. For sure. For sure we do. Awesome. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Our, Our Father, Father, who, who art, art in heaven, heaven hallowed, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but But deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, we, we, uh, instead of, uh, a pro tip, the, the pro tip today is to find something tangible, uh, a way that you can connect with God, whether that's, um, a, a hobby, something that you already do, or, or maybe a new, um, a new prayer, new prayer routine, uh, just, just something that you can give back to God, uh, to build up that relationship. That's, I, I think the, the most important, uh, piece of, of our, of our hope, mm-hmm. right, is, is, is knowing that we can depend on depend on God all the time. Yeah. Um, thank you very much, Nikki. I You're I, I threw Nikki some curveballs in our conversation today, Oof. and she she did great. I might um, have raised my eyebrows a few times. She did um, because I don't know things were just kind of <laughs> happening as we it just kind of happened today. So um, thank you very much for being awesome. <laughs> And, uh, for putting up with me, I try. Yeah. You're, you don't have to try very hard. It's, it's, you do great. Um, we love you. Ragamuffins. Ragamuffins. Ragamuffins are the best. We love you. Um, let's do a giveaway before Lent. Like okay. a, like a Lent prep giveaway. Ooh. Can we do that? Yeah. I'll, I'll see. Maybe, maybe I can, mm. um, maybe we can get some of our listeners to, uh, maybe we can get some of our listeners to suggest like some authors. Oh yeah, yeah, some, yeah. Good some, idea. You know, some different things that they that they might like to be given. Shared. Or they might like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool with the group because I'm always looking for a good, good author and new ideas, yeah, thoughts. Absolutely. Yeah, me too. Me too. Oof. Cool. Let's do it. That'll that'll be super fun. <laughs> All right. We'll Peace see you out. next time. Peace, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I don't ever know how to end. Just like that.
The Late to Church podcast is an AMET creative production and is hosted by James Longoria and Nikki Moncada. Our theme music is Candle in the Shadows by The Poor Kings. Check them out on Spotify or wherever you download music. Incidental music is by Punch Deck. Find us on Instagram at Late to Church Podcast and let us know your questions, comments, and thoughts by contacting Late to Church Podcast at gmail.com. Your insights might even be featured on the show. Just a little reminder, you are good. You are worthy. You are the beloved. Look around for the Lord today. He loves you and he wants an encounter with you. Thank you for journeying with us. We're praying for you. Peace.